are listening to the Vogue Podcast with Fox and Maya. Thanks for supporting the show. This is a show with adult content, so if you're not of legal age where you live, then turn off now. This is a podcast about rope bondage. Rope bondage is edge player with inherent risk, and we strongly recommend you get proper training and listen to episode zero before attempting it. Find it at the top of our FetLife page, Rope Podcast. Fox is a rigger and Maya is a bottom. We're rope partners, we've been practicing together for a few years now. We are excited to share our passion for rope with you, and we live in the beautiful city of angels, Bangkok, Thailand. And today we're going to talk to you about the rope we did this morning. So, uh, quite spontaneous, which is very fox-like, perhaps less bunny-like. Maya, today we did a few single rope suspensions, um, which means we do a suspension in which we use only a single rope, so it's really easy, right? Because if only one, if you have only one rope, you don't have a lot to worry about. Is that correct? I would say that's not exactly correct, no, Fox. So um, suspending with only one rope means that you have a lot of weight on that one rope. So uh, depending on the sensitivity of the body part, um, it can be pretty intense. And that's why you love it. I definitely think they're interesting and very interesting to talk about. But I would say um, at this early stage in us talking about it, you probably need some experience rope bottoming and, in fact, rope topping before you try this kind of suspension. All right. So what type of single rope suspensions do we know about? Um, Well, there is uh, a single column um, either around the hips or around the waist. Um, So -hmm. that's one possibility. And to be clear, you're talking about a full suspension just from that, no other rope whatsoever. Yeah, so literally a single column around the hips, um, which would be my preferred, or around the waist, and then um, hanging effectively your whole body weight um, off of that one quite thin like rope. So a single column, that's usually two wraps of ropes, so four width of the rope. Yeah, yeah, so holding your whole body weight. Yeah, that holding your whole body weight, and so that part of your body is going to be taking um, all of your uh, all of your weight exactly. And you could do that from the side. You could do it uh, face up. You could do it face down. Like there's a variety of ways um, of doing it, but still all with a single column. That sounds like a lot of fun. Can you only do that from the hips and the waist? Well, you can actually use a single column also with your ankle. Um, I'm told that is one of the most painful ones. Yeah, so that's not one that I've actually done because um, it looks dreadful (laughs) in terms of pain. But um, yes, my understanding from talking to other rock bottoms is that's one of the most painful because essentially it's quite a small part of your body holding all your weight. All right. What about two ankles? Um, so if you've got two ankles, um, then you can obviously use a double column. So yeah. um, that's going to spread the weight out a bit more mm-hmm. and actually be easier because you, I mean, relatively easier because uh, you don't have the problem of balancing. So we'll talk a bit about this later. But um, if both your uh, ankles are in it, that's actually going to be much easier than one ankle. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the gravity boot on one foot. Do you think it's possible to spend from that? Uh, yeah, again, um, that's probably easier than the single column because um, you've got more of your weight spread around your foot, but again, not very easy overall. Mm-hmm. Um, like, 
two gravity boots is quite intense, although it is one of my favorites. Um, and when you've only got one gravity boot, that's um, it's again, double the fun. <laughs> so what else? You've got um, so those are your single and your double columns. What's the yeah, um, other um, type? And with with the ankles, if you're going to put the whole body weight on the ankles, you got to pay attention to those uh, pesky roundy bones on each side of the ankle. You know the ones I mean? Yeah, the ankle bones. Yeah, because um, if the rope gets um, stuck on that in some painful way, your bottom is not going to have time. Okay. Uh, and then you've got the dreamiest of all the suspensions. <laughs> Yeah, you've got the single futo, the infamous single futo. So how how does that one work? Well, you tell us because I think you just did one this morning. <laughs> yeah, so you have uh, a futo on one of your um, legs, and then you suspend from it, um, and you can tie the rope either side. So my preference is definitely to have the suspension from the inside of the leg. Uh, but some people do do it from the outside of the leg. But again, uh, one rope and you're hanging your whole body weight off of that um, suspension. Yeah, so basically the difference with usual rope suspensions is usually you're attached in several places on your body and you've got your weight spread between them, right? Yeah, exactly. Whereas there you've got just the one, the one rope encompassing a small area of your body. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so we said hips, waist, leg for the futo, ankles, because those are the body parts that can actually handle that kind of weight. We wouldn't do like a single rope suspension from the wrist or no. from the chest or um, from the elbow. Well, yeah, so definitely not from the wrist. The chest is um, interesting, I guess, because you could have a vertical... You could have a chest harness on, I guess, and have mm -hmm. one rope from the back. It would be pretty intense. Yeah, if if anyone uh, among our dear listeners has done that or seen examples of that, it would be super interesting to uh, to say it in the comments so we could look into that. But uh, it's not something I've ever seen done, I don't think. Okay. Uh, then I guess you could try if you're like really, really, really into pain and that's compatible with your wrist profile, you could try a suspension from a hair tie. Oh. Right? Right? I feel like that would rip your scalp off, no? I mean, that's why I'm talking about risk profiles. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't really be within my risk profile currently to do okay, that. Okay. But, I mean, some people are a bit more... Um, and you like the hair, so... Yes, I like the hair. very happy if all my hair came out. I want, I want to preserve the hair. It's very important to my sexuality. Hey, guys. This is Fox coming in for a short break. We really love making this rope podcast and sharing it with you. Sadly, hosting a podcast isn't free. Far from it, actually. So if you like this podcast and you want to support us, you can do so at ropepodcast.com. You'll find ways to buy rope stuff so that we get a cut from your purchases and also ways to donate to us directly. And if you can't afford to do that, that's okay, too. Just enjoy the podcast. Now back to our normal programming. So what are some of the benefits of this kind of suspension? Um, there, are, there are a few. Um, first of all, it's fast, because if you've got only one rope, well, tying just one rope doesn't take very long, does it? Okay. And, and so why, why do we want to do fast rope? Well, when imagine, imagine you're at a party, or you're at a rope jam, or you're at an exhibition, 
and there's only one suspension frame that is being shared by a bunch of couples well you don't have a, a lot of time each to go on the frame so with, with a suspension like this you could have uh, maybe in a 15 or 20 minute slot you could do a suspension because the tying doesn't take very long and given the level of challenge and pain usually the suspension itself you can't hold it for very long either so your mm. whole scene is not going to take a lot of time and in that case you can crawl away from the frame once you're done and leave the <laughs> frame free for the next person to go and play with okay and and it's pretty intense um is what we've experienced so if you if you want a quick hit but you still want to be pretty spacey um it's definitely gonna gonna give you that if you're affected by rope and from a physical level yeah it can it can really get you there it's really the the quickie of rope in some ways i guess um i would say though be careful because the rope itself might be fast but it's going to have a big effect and so i would say leave time for aftercare and for just being a functional human being again like don't do that 20 minutes before you have to go to work yeah yeah, definitely, definitely. It definitely takes me a long time to come back from that kind of suspension. Yeah. Um, one thing that's interesting also is that a tie like this, because it ties only one part of the body, leaves the bottom really a lot of freedom, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it does. Um, and that involves quite a lot of active bottoming, mm -hmm. um, I think, which is one of the reasons why I think um, more experienced bottoms are probably going to find it easier um so it can be quite fun um or certainly i found it fun to make different shapes so if you only have rope tied in one place you've got a lot of freedom in terms of what you can do with the rest of your body mm -hmm. and so making shapes and moving around um is very fun um but the balance aspect can be a real challenge particularly when you're tying uh one side of your body so one ankle mm -hmm. um or one leg you have the other part of your body hanging free. And so you're trying to find a comfortable place to balance the other leg um, so that it doesn't kind of flop all over the place um, and trying to find the most comfortable place you can, uh, which, is, which is not easy. There is no pain-free pace in my experience of this, mm. um, but there are definitely places that are a little bit more comfortable. Um, and less, much less comfortable. All right, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Uh, and then still on the uh, pros of this type of suspensions, well, it's usually extremely painful. So the masochists are going to love it, aren't they? <laughs> okay, so we're putting that in the pros. All right, of yeah, course we are. Where else would we put it? Yeah, so the, it's definitely quite painful, and you can make it extremely painful. I mean, yeah. um, obviously, it's it's pretty challenging. Um, and you know, if, if it's not enough pain, just hanging from her single ankle, you can always like hang on to your bunny to add more weight. Yes. So I believe someone in the uh, uh, futo this morning that we did was then leaning on me, which added considerable weight to the futo. Well, I just made it extra dreamy for you. <laughs> uh, there is one big downside to single rope suspensions, though, Maya. Yeah. And that is they're very risky. So, Fox, why are they risky? Well, they're risky because usually in a rope suspension you have redundancy. Like, for example, your bottom has a chest harness and she has a hips harness. And both of them are anchored separately to your frame, to your ring, whatever hard point you are using. 
and she has also rope in other places around the legs and so on. And so if one of your ropes slips or breaks, then she still has some rope holding her up. Whereas by definition, in a single rope suspension, there is no redundancy whatsoever. So if that one rope breaks, or if that one single column slips and gets out of place, then you could be looking at a fairly painful tumble down. Yeah, yeah. And this is why, even though it looks simple, I think more experienced tops as well are better off doing this because uh, you need to tie yeah. a really good futo. If you tie a bad futo and it slips, you're in a lot of trouble. Yeah, we've uh, we've seen recently a, a futo uh, slip off in a a suspension a few friends were doing and that was fine because they were tying with a bunch of harnesses and a lot of stuff but you can't really afford to have that happen in a single rope suspension yeah. can you yeah. uh, also since you are concentrating all the body weight in a small area of the body you have a bit of a higher risk of an injury yeah yeah definitely um and you're gonna get uh, some nice marks and bruises from i was it. just gonna say yes yeah, so i would say that the the ones we did this morning, which were a um, waist, uh, no, a hip single column and then a single futo. Um, I'm going to have marks for a while from both of those. Sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we just did uh, two of those this very morning. We did a single column from the hips and we did a single futo inversion on your right leg uh, mm. anchored to the inside. So as a bottom, what uh, what are your perspectives? What uh, what do you take away from these things? Um, I think they need a lot of focus. So um, drifting away can happen later, but when you're actually in the suspension, um, I needed to focus a lot more than normal because thinking about my balance, thinking about where different parts of my body were, mm. um, making sure that I came down at the appropriate point because um, it's tricky. You know, in that single rope suspension, the hip one particularly, I wanted to stay up um, longer and we'd done it mm -hmm. quite positions, but I realized that I could have stayed up a bit longer, but not much longer. And so it, it, they can be tiring more quickly than you realize, I think. Yeah, so if you don't, uh, you don't really respect that, you could go a bit too far and then be in trouble. Yeah, and coming down and going back up again is a possibility, although we switched to a different type of suspension because my hips were pretty, <laughs> they're pretty sore at this point from taking all my yeah, uh, to, weight. To speak a bit frankly, whichever part of the body you're using, you're going to fuck it up pretty quick, so you might not want to play with that part of your body again that same night. Yeah, being aware of what you might do later or the next day is definitely um, definitely a thing. And I think more experience is a good thing because you are more comfortable making shapes and also knowing how to balance. So that's not our first either futo or single futo. And so the more times we do that, the easier it gets to kind of know, mm. I don't know what to do with the other leg or what shapes to make. Um, but it's still very painful and very intense. So although it looks simple, maybe don't run to that as your first suspension ever then. Yeah, it's it's funny because it is one of those suspensions, like looking, we took some photos this morning, which is super nice, and they do look quite simple. It's like, oh yeah, you know, just a rope and making a nice shape. But actually they're some of the toughest ones 
um, that I've done. And they do feel really great having achieved them. Mm-hmm. So, so what does it feel like as a rigor? Uh, as a rigor, I would say the dominating feeling is that it's very exciting because you're doing something dangerous, you're doing something difficult. You have to be really on it. Mm. And uh, that kind of is, yeah, exciting for the rigor, but also it makes it less sceny and maybe a tiny bit less connective because mm. for starters, that one tie that you are going to balance everything on has to be like really well executed from a technical standpoint. Uh, if your gravity boot is a bit crummy, mm. but you're in a tie where you got a bunch of other things taking weight, uh, your bottom's not going to notice as much. If her whole body weight is on a gravity boot but is tied wrong, uh, she's not going to be happy with you. So you have to be really, really on it. Um, it's it's maybe going to be a scene that feels less uh, sensual, less primal, less connective because you have to be so focused on your technique. Yeah. And also and you... Tie if it doesn't work the first yeah, time really don't hesitate uh, if you have any doubt to untie and retie because those don't take very long and they need to be really, really good for the scene to go well. Uh, And you need to really stay on top of the risk because, um, as we said, it's very risky. You have to look at your rope, making sure everything is staying in place, nothing is slipping, Uh, your anchoring is not moving in a way it shouldn't be moving. Um, They tend to be dynamic suspensions in the sense that the bottom like swings around and stuff. (laughs) So make sure you understand what this is doing to both your rope and also the hard point you are tying from. Okay, so that's also a good point in terms of loading the harness, which we didn't about. So we tied um, a single column around the hips. And we discussed beforehand, okay, being a bit careful when I was standing so that the, uh, it didn't slip around yeah. my hips and only loading it. Um, yeah. yeah, and as the rigor, uh, it's it's your job to like really keep an eye on things and make sure uh, while the bottom is having fun and spinning around and jumping <laughs> around in your rope that everything is staying where it should be. And I would say to really interrupt the scene at the first hint that something's going wrong. Like, oh, that uh, that anchor point in the ceiling, I see a lot of dust falling from <laughs> it. And it looks like it's turning. It probably shouldn't be turning. Okay, maybe maybe I'm going to pick up my bottom, and that would be a good time, actually, for a rigger to use a safe word and say, I know you're having fun, but we need to stop right now because yeah, okay. something bad's about to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I would say, uh, as a rigger, it seems like those uh, those type of suspensions tend to lead to good photos. They have a bit of a wow effect when someone is completely flying from just a tiny bit of rope. Mm. And so if you're into uh, impressing your friends with photos, you might uh, you might find those fun as a rigor. And you have more um, flexibility, as it were, pun intended, to make shapes as a bottom. Oh, yes. Yeah, so so that is kind of, that's one of the reasons for the photos, like you're less constrained, you can you can make more organic shapes that you, you might not be able to make so much in um, with many harnesses on. All right, Maya, so given all that, do you think you would try single rope suspensions again? Yeah, very much so. Um, I enjoyed the challenge. It was super intense. Um, it feels good to achieve them. I feel like there's a lot of flexibility in terms of what I can do, and, and I was frustrated that I ran out of energy, effectively, to handle the pain. 
Um, well, you can you can take more next time, and honestly, you did really well. <laughs> With a rope was very solid. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, dear listeners, if you are yourself interested in single rope suspensions, you've seen some that you've liked, or you've done some yourself that you like, please drop us a comment to let us know, because uh, well, we're always interested in uh, hearing from you. Uh, that is all from us today at the Rope Podcast. So don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcast from, so iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever, and come find us on our FetLife page, Rope Podcast. Single word, no hyphen or space, just Rope Podcast. Uh, we also have a website at ropepodcast.com, and if you would like to support us and help us continue making this podcast, please consider having a look at our Patreon that you can access from uh, the website, ropepodcast.com, and that allows you to uh, support us with either one-time or monthly donations. Uh, also, if you have any questions or comments, please drop us a message on FET, and we can address those in an upcoming episode. Thanks for listening. And have fun tying.